Welcome to Out With Dan, the podcast that spotlights and examines the voices of LGBTQ authors, characters, and our allies. Together, we lift our voices and we tell our stories. I'm Dan White. Join me as I chat with this week's author. Hello and welcome back to Out With Dan. Today I'm honored to be speaking with Andy Peshier about gender identity for kids. I love that cover. (laughs) Welcome, Andy. Thank you so much. Your book is just out now and it is such a beautifully written roadmap for kids. Was there um, a reason that you came up with this book or was there an impetus? So um, basically what happened is I worked with uh, Little Brown, the publisher, on another book on a kind of related topic. It's called Mm -hmm. What Are Your Words, written by Catherine Locke. And um, that's more so about pronouns. And I just illustrated that one. And then after that, they kind of asked me, well, what else can you do? You know, (laughs) do you have anything else for us? and my agent and I had been working on the idea of having um, some sort of title about gender and like my experiences being a trans person. And we hadn't really set a format for that. Like we didn't know what it was going to be. And Little Brown was actually the one who asked like, well, could you maybe, could we work that into being somewhat of a general guide for kids, like a reference title that people could come back to when they're trying to talk about these topics. Um, So that's kind of where it all evolved from. Um, Well, bless Little Brown. I mean, um, that's a a wonderful (laughs) thing. That's a trend also that it's not just for Pride Month. I do see Mm -hmm. that the publishing houses are realizing that we have voices just like everyone else does. Yeah. Let me rephrase that and say the publishing houses realize everyone has a voice and they are highlighting voices all over the spectrum. And that's mm-hmm. a wonderful thing. One of the things that I love about your book is the fact that it's it doesn't beat anyone over the head. It's not pushing an agenda. It's simply sharing truths. So I think most everyone knows, but maybe not. Can you give an idea of what's different about sex and gender? So sex is very simply said, sex is your body. You know, um, when you're born, a doctor will look at you and see what type of genitalia you have. Sort of, it's mostly based on what you outwardly look like. And they will go, oh, this is a boy or this is a girl, which also ignores a lot of the people who are born intersex. You know, not a lot. Um I feel like rights get taken away there as well because like surgeries are performed and things like that. Um, And then gender is kind of, it comes more from the inside. It's, um, it's a complicated concept, you know, especially talking about it to kids because it's more of an abstract thing, but gender is who you feel you are, how you like other people to refer to you, how you see yourself. So it's much more of a of like an internal joyful experience. Um, and yeah, what I really try to emphasize in this book is that they don't have to be the same. Like in our society, we're kind of expected yeah. to 
um, for those two aspects of us to match. Like if you are what's called assigned female at birth, you are expected to grow up and identify as a woman. And then there's all sorts of like role expectations attached to that as well. Um, so it's just about kind of presenting people with the idea that there are more than just those two options. And if you don't feel like those are right for you, then, you know, there's other things out there. And that, uh, that again, was something that I was so impressed with about your book is it, it is options. It is choices. Mm -hmm. And those choices and options belong to each of us. We are assigned a particular sex at birth and the acronym AMAB and AFAB, assigned male at birth or female at birth, those come with such a huge weight. I realize, not, not to be simplistic, but I realize that we often put categories to put people into, and sometimes that is to make us comfortable. But what we ignore, as you say, is what makes the individual comfortable, the gender, yes. yeah. or how, and just because you choose one doesn't mean you have to stick with one. Mm -hmm. It is just as growing old as a process, so is our gender, or at least that's what I feel. Do you think that that? Yeah, is? definitely. Yeah. And I think I give a pretty uh, clear example of that in the book, too. I kind of drew this timeline of one person. They started out as you know, not really being sure and then identifying as a trans man and then more fluid down the line, you know, and I think we tend to um, just as humans make very strict boxes for ourselves. <laughs> and if you decide on one thing, then you have to stick with that. And so just kind of showing that that's not always necessary and it's okay to not know and it's okay to change your mind and none of that should be policed by anyone else. Like, you know yourself best. And that's kind of the main message that I wanted to uh, to pass along. And I think you do it so well. And as once again, I'm going to probably say this 10 more times. It was it's just done in a non-threatening way. Mm -hmm. And it's a sharing of ideas. And, it, you know, I got things from this book as an adult. You know, I. I've constantly been thinking in the last couple of years, I grew up in a home where I was expected to say, yes, sir, and no, sir, yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am. And while it's being respectful, in my current thinking, it's yes and no. And it's not it's not disrespectful to add a sir or a ma'am. It, it is often more respectful because until I know a person, I don't know right. how they identify. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. I just, um, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, go ahead. No, you're, you're <laughs> Talk about gender dysphoria and euphoria. Yeah. So it was really important to us to include both concepts because I think that uh, when talking about trans people and sort of giving that narrative, um, it tends to focus a lot on the negative aspects and Yes, there are a lot of challenges in being trans, but I feel like for a lot of people, those tend to come from society and from, you know, views that other people have about about trans people. And so dysphoria is one aspect of it, which is just feeling like you're, um, 
the, I mean, it could be like physical or social, but it basically boils down to the way that other people see you is not how you see yourself, you know? So I get it a lot when people use um, the wrong pronouns for me, when they say she, her, for example, or um, I'm at a restaurant with a group of friends and they go, oh, hello, ladies, what would you like? You know, and I'm like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a lady, <laughs> you know? Um, so that's where it, it comes from for me and for other people that could be very different. Um, but then the points where I started to realize that I might be non-binary was actually from the gender euphoria part, which is where you see yourself a certain way or you try something out and you think, wow, this feels amazing. I feel comfortable. I feel great in my own skin, you know? And I think that's how potentially a lot of people start to figure out what's right for them. Um, so it was really important that we include both of those sides of the coin, basically. And I, I enjoyed that. I, I thought it was it was very well done because it does it shows us the issues and it shows us the potentialities. Mm -hmm. And those things are very exciting because it's especially when you're talking to children, you have the ability to say, how do you feel? Because it is about emotion. Mm -hmm. You know, we we have to spend more time worrying about the emotions of children, middle graders as well as adults, because that's how we navigate this world in a peaceful way and a respectful way. Yeah. I, I, somewhere in the middle, there's a discussion about uh, patriarchy. And I was struck by some things about that. I mean, I, I'm a white male. I understand that I come with privileges that a lot of other people don't automatically get. I am a gay man, so I lose some of those privileges yeah. in certain situations. But I was I was really struck by the fact that patriarchy has so many influences on everyone, but especially when it comes to gender. Do you feel that that's? Do you feel we're getting better at it? Or I know we've had a lot of backlash lately. Yeah, <laughs> uh, especially this past, in the past few years have been a lot, but this year like has been just so intense. Um, but yeah, I think it's a structure that we, as a Western society adapted and it kind of permeates everything. You know, there's this idea that our um, sort of male-dominated, like white Western uh, culture and society is superior to anything else that exists because it's, it, you know, has been spread through colonization. And um, I think, you know, those are very complicated concepts to talk about, but I think it's good to... Um, sort of have a little indication of it in a book like this, just to, um, one, to say like, well, it's it influences everything you're going to encounter throughout your life. And even though people might think it's too complicated, kids notice these patterns and they notice those kinds of things. So I think it's very good to talk about. Um, and then also, you know, like I said, it, it, it influences everything. So just to, um, 
to be aware of that and for kids to be able to think, hey, if I don't agree with something or something doesn't feel right to me, I can question it. Yes. You know, and it kind of just introduces this idea of just because things are the way they are, that doesn't mean that this is the best way and that it always has to be that way. Um, so it's kind of, I think I was coming from that angle with trying to introduce that concept. And I like it. Kids are so much more intuitive and so much smarter than a yeah. lot of adults yeah. give them credit for being. I think, it, me personally, I think we oftentimes lose our intuitive abilities as we age if we don't hone them. So if we give kids a concept that they don't fully understand, simply introducing the concept doesn't hurt a child. It gives them knowledge that they may use later on. They may yeah. not even, it may be three years, five years, somewhere down the line, they're like, oh, wait, I don't have to fit in this box. Right. Yeah. It's the beauty of it. Yeah. One thing you also bring out in the book is some things like two spirit. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to try to do all the wars. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> different ideas in different regions of the world. I think yeah. it's important that we're having a big conversation in this country about gender and identity. And that's what we should be doing. But it was great to see in your book that there are other societies and other places in the world that have these exact same concepts and have been talking about it a lot longer than we have. And it's a wonderful thing. Yeah. Highlight one, if you will, that you particularly like that another society or country has. Yeah. I mean, I think just living in the US, I think Two-Spirit is a really important one just to have included. I think indigenous rights are really closely tied to um, you know, the conversation about gender too, because Again, it, um, it it ties into that idea of like us, you know, superimposing our white Western culture over something that already existed mm -hmm. and saying, no, this is better. <laughs> well, <laughs> really, is it? You know, yeah. not at all. Um, so, I, yeah, I think that's a really um, important one to include. And the reason why we wanted to is, I mean, obviously the you know, previous argument I said. And then also just to show it, um, a kid that may be struggling with their identity, you know, it's not, I feel like nowadays it very often gets depicted as a trend a little bit, like, oh, you're coming out as non-binary because it's trendy. And I think it's just that we have better words for it now. You know, we've started to develop a better language. Um, identities outside of the traditional gender binary have existed in what this shows for so many years throughout all of history, yes. um, all around the world. And so it's just to show kids that if you feel like this, you are not alone. There are so many people out there like you everywhere yes. and who are revered in some societies, you know, highly celebrated. So just because it, it is this way now where we live doesn't mean that it was always that way. Um, and it's it not is. a new concept. It's not a new concept. And if we don't talk about it and if we don't highlight it, then it remains in the closet. And right. we know that that's never a good place because that's something that 
other people in society will use against us if we don't stand up and find our voice and express it, whether it's with love or anger, because sometimes it has to be with both. Yeah. Um, but if we don't, then we're not heard and we're not seen. And I think that's just one of the most beautiful things about this book. It is gender identity for kids is saying you can be seen, you can be heard, you get to make decisions about your life that you may have influences, but it's it's all about you. Yeah. So I celebrate it. Do you have a website or social media you'd like to share? I do, yeah. Um, so my regular portfolio website is uh, andypeshier.gay. Okay. And, uh, yep, got the dot gay. Domain. I love it. I love that. <laughs> and then uh, I'm uh, Andy Rajani everywhere else. So Wonderful. Instagram, all the places, just same handle. Wonderful. I wish you the very best of success with this book. I, I personally believe it should be in every library. I really do. And I hope that that's, that's where it goes. Thank you so much. Yeah. My pleasure. Thanks for joining me, Andy. Of course. Thank you for having me. Lovely. Hang on just a second. Sure. Thank you for joining me for this week's episode of Out With Dan. You can find more information about this podcast and its host at outwithdan.com on Twitter at OutWithDan, and on Instagram and Facebook at GoOutWithDan. This podcast is hosted by Authors on the Air Global Radio Network, and the theme music is provided by bensound.com. Join us again soon for the next episode of Out With Dan.